Welcome to the Saint City Me, the podcast that beautifully crafts audio love letters to the city and our beloved Saints. Today, we're thrilled to have one of the premier New Orleans Saints podcast members with us, offering a captivating blend of controversy, laughter and genuine love for the team and the city as well. I'd like to welcome the two chaps from the Saints block party. How the hell are you doing, gents? What's up, fellas? Hi, mates. How you doing? Was that a posh enough intro, Dan? It's very well. No, I told you'd say, mate, tonight. Like, <laughs> what, in a British culture. What, was exactly. there a bet on that? Yeah, that message me went. Yeah, he went. Adam, Adam's going to call us mates. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be he on. He knows you well. Yeah, he does. No, it's yeah, great to have you. I ain't calling you all that shit. Goddamn, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So how are you doing, gents? Uh, before we move on, I think uh, you're today going to be recording your first YouTube live, aren't you? In a in an hour or so, I think, isn't it? We are. We are going to record our first YouTube live show. You know, after this, we'll talk. Probably take a little break and then do it. And it's it's exciting. It's a little, I won't say weird, but it's just I guess our our progression as a as a podcast and our and our growth because. You know, we've been doing this for almost four years. Will be four That's years crazy. in That's April, mad. which is fucking wild, <laughs> <laughs> like wild. Um, and so we want to do things that this off season that boost engagement. And so me and Ryan were talking about it. And we're just like, let's do a YouTube live show, and maybe we can boost our our YouTube presence and yeah. and do something for our Patreon special because they. You know that's an extra Patreon episode, so we're excited about it. People can call in, people can put things in the chat, super chats, all that. We're we're excited. It's going to be funny actually because obviously after after recording this with you, me and Dan will have had a few beers, so we'll probably join the YouTube live <laughs> oh, <laughs> and be offering and be offering rather drunken uh, takes on the team. <laughs> Listen, I'm drinking a mager, uh cut water mug. Mango margarita. If I have two nice. of these, that that live show will be entertaining as hell. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I do think it is a it is a natural progression. And you look at what other platforms are doing. You know, like Ross Jackson's evolving what he's doing. You're you're having an evolution here. I think it just makes makes perfect sense in terms of growing the products and and giving people more like instant gratification. I suppose if, if what they want to yeah. hear and hear yeah. from you guys. I think it makes perfect sense. Right, you're right, there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for. <laughs> okay. Um, it it does because you know we first like this was our first season of doing fully video. Like we didn't used yeah. to do video before. Um, Ryan will Ryan will be back. He he he'll, he yeah. dropped off. He'll be back. It happens. Um, and we want like. I think something that's so unique about these live shows that we're planning to do is this is going to be our first one, but in the future, maybe even starting next week or what have you, is that we're going to do a raffle and people from our Patreon, people from our who are YouTube subscribers, that we're going to pick someone and reach out to them and see if they want to come on the show and be mm. part of the live show because we really try to emphasize that our podcast is about a community. It's, it's about building a camaraderie with us as fans and what better way to show that than having people who support us be a part of the show. Yeah. I think me, me and Dan more than, more than most people could probably attest to that. 
uh, you know, obviously us over here in the UK and sort of coming over to, to the States and spending time on a number of occasions now uh, in different areas of, of the US as well has been absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. So, and also, I mean, this year, God, the, you know, it, it's the, evol- the, the evolution of all of it because obviously this year, God, how many Brits were there this year? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> seven or eight. Was it, do we yeah. get up to 10? I like at least seven or eight. Yeah. It yeah. Was, okay. Let me see if I, let me see if I can count them all and remember everyone. Okay? Oh God. Okay. Dan, Mike, Miguel, Steve, other Dan, Alex, Aaron. I forget anyone. No, I think that's, I think that's everyone. Yeah. That's it. Seven. Captured. Yeah, which is which is incredible, incredible. Seven guys from the UK came out. Seven guys from the UK, also yeah. not from the UK, but maybe from the UK. Also, Charles, who's from Scotland, like it, Charles. Oh, yeah, Charles. Yeah, that's in the UK. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it mm. it's it's wild. It's it's yeah. it's absolutely wild. I think we had a really strong, not just for your the Saints brought by me up, but we had a really strong presence in the city this season. Like I think mm. most games there were people we knew. Who yeah. had gone over, which is definitely a reflection of the growing fan base for for the team in this country, uh, especially as it's a team that isn't historically a a strongly supported team in comparison to say the Miami Dolphins or the Chicago Bears or or a right. team like that. So it's a definite positive um, for the team to see that fan base growing, and obviously they've got stuff in France as well, which is which is going yeah. which is going strong as well. Ryan, you're back. I'm back. Hopefully, man. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I right. love that these these technical issues are happening right before our first live show. Iron <laughs> <laughs> them out. Iron them out with the Brits. That's all you have to do. Yeah. I blame, uh, I I blame uh, Britain. <laughs> it's, it's that cable going under the Atlantic. It's just no good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to be good, honest, man. Ryan, with the, the, the state of this country at the moment, I'm quite happy for the whole world to blame Britain for everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a bit of a shit show. We got our own shit. Yeah, we can't, know, we can't talk about nobody, bro. We can't talk we're about doing, nobody. We are we doing our best. Hand to hand we walk hand in yeah, hand. exactly. We're doing our best to replicate the shit that you've got over there, over here now. So, I mean, we learn really from up. y'all, to be honest, bro. <laughs> hey, yeah. All right, I think that's enough of the geo. We all the west. We all the west. Let's go from one. Let's go from one pain to another. Let's let's. We're we're not going to go down the route of talking about the Saints for a length of time because I think that please. You, you were saying yourself, Thank like you guys, please. You, you guys have your podcast and and you um you go through all yeah. of that stuff far better than myself and Dan can and a- anybody who wants to yeah. listen to the latest episode it's the preview uh for the Falcons game and and that's up so go and go and take a listen to that but we, we've got to ask you obviously the the Marshawn news has dropped uh what what's your uh what's your take on all that Who you want to go first? Me or Adam? I'll hey, I'll, let, I'll 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 let you go because I've been I've been talking. Uh yeah, well uh here's Adam Adam kept pointing to this throughout our podcast this year. It's not the it's not the end result, it's the process of how you get there. Hmm. And you know, from a like a global view, 
I don't have a problem with trading, you know, a, a valuable player, you know, if if there's a plan. Like, hey, I want to, I want to, like they did with Brandon Cooks a couple of years ago. Look, they needed pieces on defense. Brandon Cooks, we knew he wasn't, he wasn't going to be a long-term option for the Saints. He had high value. They traded him for, you know, first-round pick, went blah, 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 blah. Didn't work out as, you know, who they got. Who did, who did they get with it? Did Stephon Anthony? No, uh, no still, yeah, I understand. Ramchek. Ramchek. Ramchek, Ramchek, right. I understood the Almost was Ruben Foster. Ryan. Yeah. Right. But there was a vision there. So, like, I get that. But this whole thing is just so backwards. They're getting rid of a, one, a player who is, they've already paid. He's on the books. They've already yeah. paid. They're going to be paying him, you know, from an accounting standpoint up until 2025. And at best, like, I just know the way this team works. They are not going to get value. They're already putting out information saying, you know, he doesn't want, you know, he's, he's you know, an injured player, you know, all that stuff. It's like, yeah. so what kind of, you know, what are you going to get for him? You know what I'm saying? You know, if you want, and like, what's the plan? Like, is your plan right now you are average 500 to under 500 team? And to get better, you're going to trade a top five cornerback? You know, like, it's, it's yeah. just, it's just you frustrating, said, bro. Like, it's just, it's like, you, what is this team doing, man? But it's, it's as you point out there, Ryan, it's almost, it's, it, it, apart there, there are so many aspects of it that I find weird. And obviously, there, there's probably only one, two, maybe only two players on the Saints who are really you got any trade value, um, real trade value, you real know. Fruit, yeah. Yeah. So, but also the yeah. other thing is you're, you're giving off these intimations that obviously he may be available for a trade. But as you just pointed out there, then you, the underlying little leaks of part of the reason is that he's not available enough and he, he's been a bit injured recently, which is, which is basically horseshit. Um, so you're then devaluing him at the same time as you're putting him up for trade, which is just crazy. It feels to me, it reminds me of to a, to a, a much greater extent, the Sean Payton, Delvin Bro, you're, you're <laughs> fit, what's wrong with you? Get on the field when actually he's been right. misdiagnosed and now they're, you know, Delvin Bro obviously was let go. Yeah. Very different situation, but this is one of the best cornerbacks in the league who was probably playing as a top two cornerback before he got injured got in the league. Mm. There wasn't many cornerbacks yeah. playing better than yeah. him this season. Now you're saying, like, don't get me wrong, if you say, do you know, if you can't, if you look and go, right, we, we're comfortable with Debo and Taylor being one and two and we're going to get the slot and we've got a plan, but this feels very reactive, more so than a, a clear, proactive plan. Exactly. This is where we're going to go. Obviously, they wouldn't have paid him. Exactly. It is, it is the bigger, so I think the Delvin Bro analogy is great because they're, they're trying to use the injury thing, right, as, as a catalyst, right? But to me, it also, like, this is the bigger version of the CD Deuce situation, right? Mm. Like, you have a player who is clashing heads with Dennis Allen, and CD Deuce had no problem playing in New Orleans, nor does Marshawn have a problem playing in mm. New Orleans. Their issue was, was with Dennis Allen. Right. And so the the team is going to side with the coach and not with the player. And I think as as a Saints fan, as long as I've been a Saints fan, it, it annoys me because and we're going to talk about this on our live show. But like I can yeah. list down the number of corners that we have tried, whether free agency, whether <laughs> it's trade to finally have a good corner. 
Like there's it's it, it's a long list. And so you finally draft one in the first round. He's everything that you wanted from a player. He got to a second contract. You paid him. And now he's going to be traded because he does not agree or want to play for a head coach that has a mm. below 500 winning record. Like it, mm. so, so it's a, it's annoying that in on the flip side is like the team already has several holes on it, like quite a few holes. So now mm. you're going to create another hole yeah, on the team just as anyway. We'll, we'll, I don't, I don't want to get too far down. No, the, no, uh, no, no, okay. no, 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 <laughs> but it's, it's annoying. It's a, it's a very this is, annoying. This is, a, this is a topic we could talk about for an hour. Just this one, it is. one topic, it absolutely because it is. Is, you know, and, and to that point, if they had a plan, Taylor would be playing cornerback outside cornerback right now. And that like, I, I can guarantee, I can guarantee you, I could, I could almost word for word, tell you what their thought process is. Oh, you know this at this Isaac Yadam played really well this season, and and yeah. um, so Will can just we could just put uh Adebo be cornerback one and Taylor be cornerback two and Yadam be in the <laughs> slot, and then we save money, not thinking that oh you got to pay a deep. I know we all know this team <laughs> like like it's, it is very obvious. Yeah, we know what's coming. Let's talk about some fun things, though. Please, please. Me, me and Ryan, me and Ryan, <laughs> talk about please, please. Yeah. go down this hole. Well, we just wanted to, we want to touch I on don't. it, mark it, <laughs> get onto our, our usual shit that we, we like to talk about. <laughs> so, uh, we normally say to people, "What come first, the Saints or the City?" Well, it's fairly obvious for you, Ryan, what came first, being a born in, being from New Orleans. Adam, how does a, a guy from Lubbock, Texas, end up being a Saints fan? <laughs> Um, so I've, I've told the story a little bit, so I'll try to truncate it. So I actually hated professional football growing up. Like I couldn't stand it because the only real like male figure in my life didn't like sports. He liked professional wrestling. Like, so that's, that's why I'm such, you know, to this day, I'm a, I'm a WWE fan or a wrestling fan because that's what he enjoyed. And so it, I didn't gain an appreciation about American football until I actually started playing it in junior high. And then once you start I once I started playing it, I was like, oh shit, like this is kind of fun. Like I understand it. it, it makes sense. Um, and then it was okay, I need to pick a team. And so keep in mind, I grew up in Texas. I was born in 88, so I grew up in the 90s, like the peak of the cowboys. So I was surrounded by cowboys. All fans. right, stop shying off. Stop shying off. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> born, born in the 80s, just, my ass. Just, Fuck just, sakes. <laughs> no, carry on. It's okay. Man. Carry on. Sorry. Stop. I don't feel like I was born in the 80s. That makes you feel better, Mike. Um, it does. You may continue. So I grew up around arrogant Cowboys fans who thought their shit didn't stink. And so I immediately was like, I'm not going to be a Cowboys fan. And so just randomly one day at home, a game was on on Sunday. The Saints were playing, ironically, the 49ers. This was during like the Aaron Brooks, Joe Horn, do some Callister days. And it was a game in the Superdome. It was a back and forth game. Um, I want to say I was in the seventh grade, maybe the eighth grade. And I, to this day, I couldn't tell you what it was. I couldn't tell you if it was like the vibe of the dome, the black and gold, just like the aura and vibe of the team. But I was just transfixed. And I was like, all right, cool. That's my team. And they, they've been my team since for, for better or worse. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's different for you, Ryan. Great. I take yeah. it you great you growing up in the city, you, you didn't really have much sort of 
choice. Uh, it was always going to no, be the same. There was, no, there was, well, I was yeah. never given a choice. I was never given a choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's that sounds really bitter, there, mate. Calm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, that's my that's, team. No red line. Yeah, yeah. Was that that's family? My, that's then? my team. Bro. That's yeah, my team, yeah. Bro. Like, like you know, growing up, I mean, everybody watched the Saints. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, my sister got me into football. My oldest sister, because you know, on Sundays the whole family would be there watching the Saints game, and she'd be like so focused into it, screaming at the TV, you know, screaming at Bobby A. Bear and all that stuff. And I just wanted to, you know, I'm screaming with her. I just wanted to know what was going on. So that's what really got me, you know, into the Saints. Uh, then I started, you know, feeling that heartbreak, uh, seeing, you know, them lose to Atlanta in the playoffs and stuff like that. And you just, you know, they got you. But like, I remember they went they were 7-0. I think it was like 91. I think it was the 91 season. They started the season 7-0. Man, I was drawing because I, I used to draw. I was drawing all kind of like Saints posters and stuff like that. It was just, it was so exciting, man. Like, it was just, you know, the city, nothing like the city when, you know, when the Saints are winning, bro, it's just, it's just awesome. So, I mean, I've been a, I've been a Saints fan since then. Like, there are some pictures out there from the mid to late 90s. You might catch me in a Cowboys jersey or something like that. But that was all just like when you were a Saints fan, it's like you almost had to have other teams. Like it was weird. And it was like it's not like the Cowboys was my team, but like I like players. Like I like yeah. Deion Sanders, I like Emmitt Smith, I like Jared Rice, I like Barry Sanders and stuff like that. But I'm like, man, if that if that picture with me with the Barry Sanders with the uh Deion Sanders jersey that would come out, bro. I'm, I'm just going to leave my tongue, bro. Like I, 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 I hate the Kyle girls. I hate them. I, it's not I've got a Darrell Reeves jersey because I just loved him when he was when he's with the Jets the first time. And it's like, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, wear it. It's different. Tucked away. It's Ryan. It's different. He's from the UK. He knows no better. Come on. Yeah. Man. Let's. I'm not yeah, doing that. Yeah. You get a pass. You get a pass. <laughs> But I hate the Cowboys and just the fact that I had a jersey at one point. And I used to wear that thing like every weekend, bro. I used to wear that jersey. <laughs> but you know, it's all about your, the Saints for me, bro. I was gonna say, Ryan, is that your is that your first memory of the Saints watching your sister watch them, or do you have earlier memories of the of the? What is your first yeah. memory of the Saints? Is that no. it, or is there earlier ones? That's 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 my earliest memory i mean there's like we got like a one of those little you know the old video off of what is it a 35 millimeter or eight one of those old cameras we got like the video where i'm like a baby watching mm. the saints and i'm just like hey you know it's the saints or whatever <laughs> so i've always watched them my earliest memory what sticks out to me i used to love uh ironhead hayward he was the fullback for the saints uh in the early 90s uh we kind of looked alike he had a big old head um, he was a big, he was a big <laughs> fullback. He was like almost, like bro, he was like almost three hundred pounds, and he would run the ball. Like he wouldn't just block; he would run the ball. He would catch the ball, and he was just like my favorite player. So just like watching him as a young kid, I'm like man, I want to be Ironhead because everybody used to say, "Oh, you're gonna grow up and be a football player." Did play a lick of football. <laughs> played, played like two <laughs> at the right. little uh, at the 
played two weeks at the park football, and I was like, I don't want to play this no more. I was like, <laughs> I, 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 but I, just, I always love watching. Crossing out one of the questions that me and Dan had was, uh, let's ask him about their sort of high school, junior high football career. So I can scratch that one out. <laughs> nothing, nothing. I was that never happened. I was at the games. I was at the games getting numbers, stuff like that. I wasn't on the football field. <laughs> Reminds me of when I first when I went to uh, secondary school. So what's that? Junior high, and uh, yeah. they told us taught, tried teaching us to play rugby, and I played it mm. one lesson of rugby. I was like, no, fuck this. Nope, I do not like <laughs> my face slammed into the floor. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I really watch. It's it, it's fun, but like it's 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 a it's a completely different. You know, it's different different was that was, what was your what was your high school junior high school career like playing football were you were you any, were you any good um <laughs> like i was probably decent and like in hindsight so when i started football I was what seventh grade so like first year in junior high i was at guard on offense and then defense i was at defensive tackle or sorry defensive end sorry um and i didn't know what the fuck i was doing like i mm. had no clue right um and then my eighth grade and ninth grade year, um, I was a starting center. Um, and then I moved to outside linebacker. And then now I realized I was starting center because I was a fucking nerd. And so they wanted me to call out the protections. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what centers do. I was so I was a very it's weird. I was a very undersized center. Like I was mm. a, like I was big for my age, but like compared to the rest of the offensive line, I was pretty, pretty undersized. And then mm. Going into high school, like I kind of made the decision that, like, I was taking all like advanced classes, and I kind of had to make the decision of, okay, if I'm going to continue to be a fucking nerd and good good grades in my advanced classes, managing that and football and football practices at the same time is it was fucking it's hard. So I give a lot of credit to people who are like in college and you know who are in high school who manage that because that is a hard fucking thing. And not and I mean like people who actually navigate, not people who get like the fucking cheap grades from their from their mm. professors and their teachers and stuff. But like people who actually like players who actually navigate, whether it's women, men, whoever, whatever sport, that is a hard thing to navigate to be in advanced classes and to play sports. Um, and I knew for me. Like I couldn't manage both, so I just chose my academics. And so going into high school, I dropped football and I stopped playing. But um, so I played like one year technically in high school, which is like freshman mm. year. Um, but it was, I glad I'm glad that I did play though, because it does. Even though it's not, it's not like the NFL, it's not college, but it does give me like a little insight to the game of a planet for three and a half years. So I think that's, yeah. you know, I that's somewhat vital. Hmm. See, that, I was say that point. We don't really have a concept of that in the UK. We don't have a sort of structure where people are in an education system and also essentially having to perform like semi-pro athletes or right. Because hmm. I think high school football would be the equivalent, Mike, to semi-pro football here. Yeah, where you'd get yeah. paid, mm -hmm. and then college football would be our lower league soccer teams. Yep, a bit with bigger attendances. So we don't really have that concept of you have to be in full-time education and also essentially have a full-time job as a sports. As an yeah. athlete, it doesn't happen here. So I, I can appreciate why it's so difficult to be able to, to do that and do so it honestly. There aren't sports teams, like for secondary schools, there aren't sports teams. Yeah, but it's uh, not like... Yeah, they are, but they're not run They're not run the same way that American... You know, even high school teams are. They're, they're not run that way. I mean, you can be, you know, I, I 
when I was at school many, many years ago, there was a guy who used to play on my team. He used to, he was a junior at um, a, a team in the UK called Watford. And it didn't matter because he, everything that happens with those sort of almost as Dan saying semi-professional at that point, all of that is done after school. You know, you have to go three times a week. You have to go train. It's quite, it's hard for those guys. One of my best friends, his son played for, um, played for Southampton, Arsenal and Luton as a junior, which are quite high teams in the UK. And the dedication that a parent has to have to that, because this is all done after school. So they're, they're, they're off training for three hours, maybe four, five times a week. Mm. And the parent has to drive. It's, it's, it's a different thing. But we also don't have... What, what you have, obviously, when you hit college as well, especially, is it doesn't matter what your grades are. If you're good at sport in the UK, you're going to play sport. Your yep. grades don't impact you being able to play a sport. You know, the, 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 so we just don't have that same mixture of education and sport in this country. Yeah, my friend, uh, there was a guy at my school. His name was That's Justin interesting. Boyd, I didn't know that. Um, he wasn't allowed to play for the school team because he was on the yeah. academy at the, uh, at the professional club. So it's like, we don't want you to get injured. So you don't play high school football. Right. You just come train with us. So they, they almost limit their high school. If you're yeah. attached to a professional club, they limit your high school football interaction ah. because they don't want to damage your potential your, in the future. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a very different. I'm, I'm obviously, me being a little bit older than Dan, it, it, the system over here became, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> the system over here became much more professional, obviously, as the, the sort of the more years further down. And all clubs now have what we call an academy. So you will have children from the age of seven or eight going into an academy and doing exactly what we're saying, which is their parents then have to right. take them to the academy. The guy that I used to, <coughs> I used to play with, yeah, the guy I used to play with um, who went to play uh, uh, as a junior for a professional team, he was allowed to play for our school team, but he was right-footed, um, and this is playing soccer, obviously, and right. he would come and play with it, and he was so much better than everybody else that he used they to come and play, play for the school foot. team, and he would only ever use his left foot. Left. So he used to come and play for the school team just to practice football with his left foot um but yeah. it, as dan was saying over years it advanced and now kids who play for professional clubs at the junior ages are not allowed to play for their school I mean, teams if you if you were to adopt the structure we have in the uk think of every top nfl player that's come out of new orleans and the surrounding area and they would have all been saints like off the bat that's crazy right. that's crazy Tuck, that's Tuck, crazy Tuck, when you Tuck. think about it like that yeah, yeah. you think i uh, know you had uh someone went to your high school was a pro, didn't they, Ryan? Um, I can't remember who it was. Uh, um, Mike, Mike Wallace, Keenan Lewis. Um, yeah. Uh, they all would it. have been Saints in the UK structure because that would have been the closest team and that's where the academy uh, they would have gone to. Uh -huh. so yeah. Justin Jefferson, uh, uh, Jamal Chase, they all would have been Saints catchment areas and they would be they would have been Saints yeah. in the academy. Yeah, because there was, there was a rule over here which was you were not allowed I believe it was you were not allowed to travel for more than one and a half hours away from oh. where your your area was. You could only play for a team that was in, within a one and a half hour drive, which is why most local boys end up playing for their local teams. Oh, okay. Man, I learned something new today. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, now you're looking at you thinking all these players that are from New Orleans and the surrounding area, like we could have been 
We could be fucking great <laughs> King. We have some dogs. Dominate Dominate some dogs come out of bro. Odell yeah, Beckham. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, We've had all the man We've had Eli backing up Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got Arch. Got Arch Manning coming up soon. Production yeah. line. Production line. <clears throat> mm. All right, just a quick, just a rolling on from that. The like, obviously, you have a wonderful relationship. Everyone sees it now. Anybody who's a patron, but anybody who watches the YouTube channel, obviously, uh, you know, interacts with you guys on Twitter. How did you two first meet? Like, obviously, I'm assuming it would have been online. So, how did that all sort of progress? Yeah, it's Twitter. Thanks, Twitter, bro. Like, like I think it was the. I want to say it was maybe the the, the Kenny Vaccaro draft. It was before that though. It was, it was yeah, before the it was draft. Before it was that. it was during the draft. It was during the draft, like the whole you know draft Nick time, the off season or whatever. Um, you remember uh, the dude NF philosophy or whatever. NFL travel <laughs> this dude, like he was, I don't know why, but like people were super interested in him because he was like he, he had like a secret identity and he worked for what a wild like, fucking worked, time that was. <laughs> he worked for the Bucks. He worked for the Bucks for a couple years, and he like he had all this inside info and stuff. So a lot of people would be interacting with him, talking about the draft and stuff like that. And me and Adam would be interacting with him. And I, you know, I passed this cross on Twitter, like, oh, this dude talking about the yeah. Saints a lot. Let me follow him. You know, we like a lot of the same players, this and that. And then we just, I don't know, bro. We just got cool after that, just you know, tighter and tighter. And then uh, you know, exchange numbers. He he would come down to New Orleans frequently. I stand him up. Wouldn't show up. That became like a thing. <laughs> uh, it did. It did. And then that, eventually, that, I did show up. Right? Yeah. See so what? So. It sounds about right. <laughs> can I can I can I drop a little a funny story on this on this podcast? I feel like I can I can do a couple yeah, of yeah. times past. So um what a preface about how I fucking worded this, but um <laughs> the one of the times I went to New Orleans, it was for um let's say it was a, a, a escapade would be the best word, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> And this, a, was toward, it, what, and this was Adam, what a wonderful the, word. Wonderful word. It is. Oh, I'm 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 good now. The I the statute yeah, yeah. of limitation is passed. My divorce is final. So I can let all this shit off my chest. <laughs> and so this was like towards the end of my my marriage, and I was super unhappy. So those there was an escapade, and so escapade ended. Me and Ryan met up together in Slidell. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember what the place was, and it was the Saints were playing. It was. The it, was it was in Metairie. It was Metairie. That's right. That's right. I, yeah. I came from Sidell. The Saints were playing the Carolina Panthers, um, and it was during Cam Newton's days. And this was like the Steph. I think Steph Anthony returned like a punt block this game. This is insane yeah. that my memory remembers this. But <laughs> I could. So like I had met. I don't know if that was the first time we had met. Maybe potentially, or maybe I the think so. Time. Yeah, it was, was right. But because of the escapade and because of the time I was still married, I couldn't like talk about it. Like I couldn't say shit about it. Like no one. So like people were like, like I'd be like, no, like I couldn't even say like on Twitter, like I met Ryan, because then it would be like a, a big nope. questions afterwards. 
So, but like the longest, no one knew that this had happened. It was just complete. Everybody be like, everybody was clowning me like, oh, Ryan never shows up. I'm like, yes, I can't even say nothing, bro. That's what a true that's what a true friend is, though. I stand on loyalty, baby. I stand on loyalty for real. Jesus. Yeah, but man, we've been tight since, man. Like, think about Adam is, bro. Like, good loyal dude. Um, and like me. I'm not like a like I'm not a super outgoing, yeah. Like I'm not a super outgoing guy, you know what I'm saying? So like it takes it takes a little bit of effort to be my friend. Like you gotta you gotta reach out to me. And Adam, you know, Adam makes that effort. Adam would be like, man, I'm coming down to New Orleans in three months. You know, let's do something. You know what I'm saying? He he that type. And like for the podcast, bro, like Adam, like is like the administrator in chief. Of the podcast, like he handles the taxes, all the bills we got to pay, the business card, all economic stuff. Like I do a lot of the technical stuff, but he handles all that stuff behind the scenes, man. Like I'm like, ooh, cause like planning those, planning like the meetups and all that, bro. Like no way, I, bro. We'll be we'll be meeting up like outside at a park or something. Fills up to me, bro. Like, you, <laughs> but like you, like you guys saw it, I was. You guys saw it. I was at the beer garden and all that. How nice the setup was and all that. Adam said all that up. I had, I did not help at all. Like I had no. All we did was you asked me if I like this or like that. I'd be like, yes, I'm like the wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I like. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, more like the, no, the like husband. The husband. I like the husband. I like the husband. Yeah, I'm more like, I'm like yes, yes, it's nice. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Adam's so, just yeah, been man, out. Like, he, he's the wife. He's awesome <laughs> No man, I appreciate that. Right, it's just it's, a Jameis meme. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been it's been it's crazy because like like Ryan said, it's been four years. Um we became a business in what 2022 in August, and um it's 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 been it's been great. It's we love what we do, and you know, mm. as you as you guys probably know too, like yeah podcasting with having a primary job and finding that time that space and you know we all have families we all have you know other responsibilities like it's a it's a delicate balance that you have to that you have to balance and so it really it's it's helpful that you know we have people who who are our partners who truly like understand and and support us because if that wasn't the case like we wouldn't be where we are today right like anytime i come upstairs to record jay says go be great right mm. because mm. you know she understands like where we are where this is going and, and where this could continue to grow and um you know that really hit me like after the end of the last meetup we were in in new orleans for the bears game we were at beer garden like after we had like, you know, cut up cake and everyone was just mingling and just being together, like, and it, it, it was very reminiscent to what Mike said to me after the first one at in at Lisa's house, right? And she, mm. you know, Mike, you know, we're sitting down and just yeah. like he was just like, look, like, look at this, mate, like, you know, like y'all did this, and so Jay had a very similar conversation with me after the second, you know, the second meetup we're in beer garden, and that's that's why we do it, man. Like this is. It's it's a special feeling once everything kind of comes together, right? And everything goes 
relatively pretty well because it's not about us like we 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 do this we're we're a business obviously like it's it's financial we want to be successful we want to you know have an extra stream of income but like that's that's secondary like it is truly amazing what the podcast has become and and i know that we're we're extremely proud of it i think yeah i think as well if you look at like the community you've built and you think if it wasn't for who you guys are that initial influx of people into the discord who made that discord a platform to build on and bring other people in and feel welcome within that discord and you know, life gets in the way and people don't post as much as they do, but it's still right. growing and more people come in and it's almost like... Come back down. I was going to use the analogy of it's like the Avengers and like the initial group was like the first Avengers and now the guys you've got in there now is... Like oh. Next set of Avengers coming yeah. through. Dan, y'all, y'all saying the next guy is, is Chang Chi and and Sea Hulk. Dan, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying who Sea Hulk is, but I'm I'm definitely Thor. <laughs> oh, did you, you just oh, say, you say you're Thor? Cool. <laughs> All right, Odin. <laughs> yeah, Moon, get Moon out of my head, Dan. Get out of my head. <laughs> But, but, you, but you get the analogy. It's like you had I do. the platform and those first yeah. those first people who, who were really tight with you both interacting on Twitter came in, came through, and then that's just built on that. And people have interacted with those people and built friendships. And, right. you know, I've, absolutely. I, all, all fingers crossed, I'm going to be having Bajon stay at my house for a couple of days in the summer while he's over in Europe. What? And that's because of the Discord. And, you know, I say it's to people, crazy, time, like, come through and we'll we'll... We'll, we'll look after you. It's like, and that's because of meeting the Discord. Um, that's crazy. And, and, that's then, you guys, and, you guys, and then you guys start up, you know, you start this podcast, Saint City and Me, you got the Chicobo Bros, they got their thing going on, and it's like a spinoff. And it's just like, oh, it's beautiful, bro. Like, I didn't expect, I didn't know what to expect when we started the podcast, bro, but it wasn't <laughs> nothing like this. So, was not this. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, it, it blows me away, man. It blows me away every day, bro. I mean, I think the only person I followed who's in the in the Discord before the Discord was Joey, aside from you two. And then I've met G and 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 everyone else that's come coming. I don't want to miss anyone else, so I'll just you know leave it yeah, there. But yeah, yeah, it's all come from that, and it's built a, built those friendships and relationships for sure. But it, but it's the it's it's the ever expanding family, isn't it? I mean, we touched on it earlier, Adam, about the the fact that there were eight Brits over this year for the meetup. But it isn't just about the Brit, the Brits that have met. You know, we had we had our boy Baggy Dan, who was staying with London and Sherm, which just turned into the most beautiful relationship. <laughs> and it was just great. You know, obviously there are stories to be told there, not on this pod, but we're not going to tell those stories. Yeah, that's not for me. It's, not for us that. it's like so you've got people <laughs> from the UK who suddenly have become great friends. Yeah, they become great friends with people from all over the US now, and exactly. it, it, it's so if you. If you sit down for a moment and just take that in for that moment, it's absolutely incredible. It's mind blowing exactly. times, I think. Like when I book yeah. my holidays, everyone knows I like to go to the US several yeah. times a year. So my my next trip, I'm going into San Fran, I'm driving down to Vegas, going to LA. 
Nick goes, oh, do you know anyone in, in San Fran? I said, yeah, but Eric's in San Fran. Like, if you want me to ask him for tips. And she's like, what about Vegas? Well, G's like three, three hours away from Vegas. He will come and see us. What about LA? Well, everyone from LA will meet, you know, we're looking at going yeah. to New Orleans for Christmas. I was like, well, we can meet Corey. We can meet um, Max, maybe Elise, Mark. You know, if Ryan was in town to see his family, we could we could hook up. I said, I can just... Yeah. If, without, without this, I wouldn't be able to yeah. say that. You know, if yeah, I went yeah. to Philadelphia, I'm sure I could just go and hang out with Bajon or, 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 or whatever. You've know? got people in Utah, Utah Florida, everywhere. all over the everywhere. place, man. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it everywhere. it's a wild thing, man. It's a it's a wild thing. And like for me, and then maybe yeah, I won't speak for Ryan too, but like I'm a like a country bumpkin dude from like Texas, from Lubbock, Texas, man. Like it so like for me, from where like like what I came from, like my my childhood, I don't want to make it sound like I had like an awful childhood. I didn't, but you know, last year, don't no, sorry, 2022 going and traveling abroad for the first time in my life mm. hated Paris. hated paris oh my god <laughs> don't ever don't ever want to go back to paris ever fucking again but, uh, i just want to ilio john it's nothing personal he just no 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 not just, no but I, we, we, we'll save it for the for the paris podcast but yeah being in london with with you guys and and everyone else who was who was in london obviously for the Saints Vikings game and being in a country in a city abroad and feeling like it was fucking home was mm. is like something that to this day like stays with me and I, yeah. I told Jay like when we were walking around London I think our second to the last day or whatever they were there I said this is like it's because it's like literally became one of my favorite cities in the entire world like London out of all places not no offense to London but like for me it like it does it yeah. sometimes it doesn't compute because it's like it's fucking oh, London. Fuck. <laughs> well, yeah. No, it's, it's just like I. It's just a place that I never saw myself ever being in. And mm. on top of that, being in and having people that I consider like like extended family and people that I know that have my back and have and have my best interests. Like that. That shit to me is is the shit that like sticks with me. And that and that is wild. <clears throat> that is wild, man. That is. If for me, it was just, you know, with our group, with the, you know, people, part of our community, it's the the quality of people that we got. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's when you get 40, 50, the people, 40 or 50 people together, a percentage of them are going to have, like, bad attitudes or you're going to have some negativity, some pettiness, you know, some sneaky stuff going on. None of that with us, bro. Everybody just get along and it's diverse, like diverse in the truest sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot yeah. of debate going on in the country about diversity, equity, yeah. inclusion, and all that stuff. But like our group is really diverse, not just racially and you know demographically. It's like where you come from, rich, poor, yeah, men, women, everything, uh, yeah. just the yeah, type yeah. of people we got. Yeah, we got very social people. We got people who are you know introverts. We got nerds. We got you know popular type people. We got beautiful people. We got all kind of people. Young, old. Are you, you trying know, to say? Are you trying to say we got from... ugly people in our group too? I ain't saying that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, Ryan, the, the one some thing some look better. Like... Some look better than others. That's all I'm saying. I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking about my man Ben, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say I appreciate you, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll part. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was also you, you sort of reference all those subsections, and you're absolutely right. It, it's a it's a wonderful mixture of, of of people. There is a subsection that you didn't mention, and that's Alex. He's oh my god! Oh, uh, any, fucking own. Anybody who knows Alex would agree. The one section over there on his own. When people say <laughs> one of one, there is one of one. truly. One of one. One of one of out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, know, you think about um, to, to Ryan's point. You know when that thing came out the other week about the the uh, the the guy who said, "Oh, we should just do like black players versus white players in the Pro Bowl." You couldn't have the conversation on Twitter because it would be misconstrued. But in the Discord, everyone was so like comfortable knowing that there's no there's nothing untoward about it. Having that conversation, it, exactly. it was a fun conversation. And like, exactly, we was like, exactly. like, we was taking the piss out like the, the shitty white players we'd have to have <laughs> playing cornerback. <laughs> and it was just like, it was a fun conversation. Can y'all, like, you know, can y'all get Jason Seahorn back? Like, how does that? I don't even, I don't, I don't, no, I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm parking it till next year. Till then we it, get Cooper DeJohn. That's, that's it. Cooper DeJohn's coming. I, 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 knew, <laughs> I knew you were going to. I knew Dan was going to leave at that in. That was that whole part. It, there it was, was just so Dan could it was say coming. That it, was, it was a segue. Yeah. It was a segue. Yeah. Can, <laughs> just to like expand on that, can we just take a moment? Like, and, and if you don't know anything about this, or you, if you weren't in the Discord when it was happening, like you'd be lost. Of how a simple, like a simple statement I that we made on a podcast about Luke because he had missed the two meetups, and so I jokingly said that. Luke didn't come to the meetups because we were black, and it became like an actual like fucking mm. thing that just yeah. like just, <laughs> just snowballed. And I want to give I want to give a lot of love to Luke because like he took that shit all in stride. Like yeah. he like ran with it. But you can only do that with a group of people that you are comfortable with and that you trust yeah. because you no, can't do that with, with everybody. Trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust, trust is, yeah, is the key word. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and yeah, you, you, you know, say he ran with it. Screwed. Yeah. He it, it was beautiful watching the way that he responded to that because he played up to his character, the character <laughs> that had been created for him. And but and it and it at no point did was anybody offended because everything every single response that he put out was hilarious. Hilarious my yeah. was firmly in his cheek every time. It was like, I yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. doing, you all know what I'm doing. But although I will say yeah. that when we was calling, calling him racist Luke and we was doing the meetup, he was like, "Yeah, don't, 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 don't call me that. Don't call me that in public." <laughs> when yeah, it was, it was for the Houston. It was for the call Houston one, if I remember correctly. Don't yeah. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, 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 let me just call it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> So one one of the things we always ask people about on the pod is about the city. Obviously, Ryan, you grew up there. Adam, you love going there. What are your favorite places to go to when you when you when you go home or you go to your adopted home when you're in town? Adam, and you can't say fat Tuesdays because we know that you've you've got to get a fat Tuesday <laughs> in, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let I'll let Ryan go first. Oh, uh... For me, man, like since I grew up there, I always tell my wife, like one day we want to go and spend like a couple of days down there and actually be tourists. Oh, doing y'all come down? I'm like, damn, I didn't, I didn't even know we had that shit. Like, y'all be having more fun down there than I do, and I grew up there. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, like a lot of my spots are just like hood spots, man. I like, 
I like being able to go to a corner store and get a 32-inch po' boy for $9. You know what I'm saying? And you know what it's going to taste like. And uh, the, the, the workers don't speak English. The workers don't speak English. And the dude at the cash register got a bad attitude. But you, that's your people. You know what I'm saying? That's my people. Um, I love yeah. I love uh, just the vibe of uh, Mardi Gras coming up, you know, in a couple of weeks. Love y'all got to come to man. We need y'all down here for Mardi Gras, bro. It has to They've happen. Been. It must happen. Where you down They've here? Been. We we came two uh, years 20, ago. Last year. 2020. Oh, shit. No, no, it was a year, it was okay. a year before. Yeah, yeah we, were, um, we, we, oh, okay. jazz, we came to Jazz Fest last no, year. We came to Jazz Fest last year. 2023 yeah, we was Mardi Gras. 2022 yeah, okay. was Mardi Gras. 2021, yeah. we went to the Jets game yeah. in New York. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we, we okay. But yeah. we, we, so the thing about it is that myself and Dan, we did Mardi Gras as tourists because that's what we were. Um, but the great thing about if we came to Mardi Gras now is that we wouldn't necessarily just do it as tourists because as we've been right. speaking about on this pod, the amount of people that we've now met from within the exactly. city whenever we've talked, you know, we had Max on the pod and he was telling, Corey's been telling us, we've got so many people in the city now that if we came over from Mardi Gras, we would actually be able to do it almost like a local, which is, which is incredible for two, two middle-aged guys in the UK. And you really, you really enjoy it now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a natural progression as a, as a tourist, when you repeatedly go somewhere, you become less of a tourist. And you become more as, a, as an adopted local. Like when we go to New York, I fucking hate going to Times Square because it's full of tourists. And I'm like, these fucking tourists. And my wife's like, you are a tourist. I'm like, yeah, but not, I'm not that kind of tourist. Right. I'm like, <laughs> like, I want to immerse, like, I want to immerse myself in the culture of somewhere where I go and not go to places right. where people don't want to do that. So, yeah. you know, I think, I, Ryan, I think I said to you like before, like when we was coming over for the meetup, I was like, where can I go and watch? Watch a high school football game, and I was going like, "You're from Algiers. How can I go and watch? Ed- How do I get to go watch Edna Carr or something like that?" And you was like, "Yeah, well, yeah, yeah." But <laughs> we want to do because we want to immerse ourselves right. in more than just the touristy stuff. And I think right. that's where we yeah. are. We'd like to bring other people on that journey with us who listen to this podcast. <clears throat> no, man, that's dope. It is. Um, I, I, I am upset deep in my heart that city diner is no longer somewhere that's open um <laughs> same for uh praline connection still to this day the best fucking fried pickles cool. i've ever fucking had in my it was life. good it was good yeah um for me like i know that this is gonna i want to give a very touristy answer but i don't really care i don't care what anyone says ruby slipper is fucking delicious it's delicious i don't care i don't care people can fight me if they want ruby slippers delicious <laughs> we've, we've, we've breakfast we- there together we have, we have all three of us, and um, we and we and we do know that there's always a um, uh, uh, an extra order of pancakes. It doesn't oh, matter what you have. Adam, no. Adam will have a savory breakfast, but he has to have the pancakes as well. I have to. I, I mean, yeah. Adam, you gotta have a sweet man. Got yeah, to. Exactly. I didn't come. I didn't come back for for no reason. Like that's not a reason why. I was fucking <laughs> big. Like there's a reason to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. So I do love Ruby Slipper. Um, I have. I do have an affinity for um, Superior Grill. Um, mm. I'm sorry, man. I just, that I, queso. I, I that queso. 
it's it's mm. it's next level. And and but I'm, and you watched my heart you watched my heart get broken in Superior Grill, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Oh, God, not, I did. When, when the man the man who's got an illness <laughs> for this weekend was drafted ahead of the man with no cartilage in his knee. No cartilage <laughs> in his knee, but, but 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 running hard as hell though. But he playing yeah. games though. Um, Special team. Game. Uh, so he's doing it. Um, and then you know, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You keep. I, I was I was gonna say. I know, like, Bourbon Street, to, but, like, the moments that have been created at Cat's Meow have been <laughs> absolutely epic. And so, it's 2024. We have to have Ryan come out and join us for carry. It's a, it's a must. It was, supposed, it was supposed to happen last year. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. It has to happen. It has to happen. It has to he, uh, you're not telling me that man's not as baritone as fuck when he gets on the mic. He's like, <laughs> I don't know. Notes, I, I've never done it. Off. I've never done karaoke, so I don't know. <laughs> gotta, hit, gotta hit them them notes. Gotta have <clears throat> like you gotta get yeah. ready. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to also add. <laughs> I also wanted to add. Um, like I don't know if y'all ever rode the the ferry, the ferry boat that goes like yeah. from Algiers. To, you have that's yeah. just one of my personal it's one of my personal favorite things to do i grew up riding the ferry we used to ride our bikes to the ferry and go across the yeah. river uh, we used to i used to catch it to go to work i used to go to school on it i just like i'm a i'm a, I'm a pisces i'm a water sign or whatever i just like being on the water i like i love the smell of that muddy mississippi um i just love it man i don't know this is one of my favorite things to do when i'm in the city and i got time to just really experience everything doesn't have to be going to a bar or going to eat but just going around the city catching the vibe man going on frenchman street uh you know at night uh going on saint claude street and elysian fields when they got the bands playing the live music man we just went out downtown mobile for new year's eve and me and my wife got out there i'm like damn it's so quiet out here like the hell where's the music where's the people with the trumpets and the trombones and the, you know all the mm -hmm. drums and all that stuff i'm so used to hearing the just the music in the background um so that's that's the, my favorite part of the city is just the the soundtrack of it when you're out there just hanging out you know yeah i i'm obviously uh, i'm not a local but i've done that algiers trip a couple of times and it is it's a wonderful thing obviously to Cross the Mississippi anyway on that, and as you're saying, and it, you know it costs you nothing to get across, but also just mm -hmm. to walk around Algiers as well. It's like a, a it's a completely different vibe. There are some really good places to to eat over yeah. there if that's what you're interested in. But also oh, our yeah. boy Steve, our, our boy Steve and Miggy did it when they were over last year, and that's where I think um, that um, the fire ants came out and ate one of them alive. <laughs> 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 but, so I did recommend it, but just beware of the fire ants, people. Yeah, but I was, was going to say to, to Ryan's point, yeah, yeah, especially on the levy. Yeah, I yeah, we I actually sent a, 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 a Instagram thing to Steve, didn't I, about that? I was like, look, I told yeah. you, if you'd watched this before, you'd have known. But um, I was showing Nick some videos of uh, things to do in New Orleans with kids because I was like, I'm still trying to sell it, saying look, we could do all this stuff. And I was showing a preservation hall, and she was like, Oh, that's what I'm about. That's what I want to see. I said, You will see people like this dotted around everywhere, just playing music like this in yeah. the street. And it is a soundtrack that follows you yeah. wherever you mm -hmm. go through the city. And it, yeah. it's not like anywhere else on earth. Nowhere else nowhere. on earth is like yeah. 
nowhere. I love it. Like, ever. like you go after you leave the dome, if going to the dome or leaving the dome, you got people oh, out there selling oh. selling beer and drinks. You got people playing, playing music and all that. It's just mm. ain't nothing like it, man. I just love the feeling. I never get tired of that point. Well, I was no, at, no. as you guys know, I was at the Giants game on New Year's Eve, and I was like, this is, it was a full house. It was quiet as fuck. And I was like, comparing it to the dome, and I know, obviously I know there's a lid on the dome and stuff, but you can't, you can't understand how, if you've never been to the dome before, how loud Saints fans get. Even when mm. the team isn't doing well, it's still louder than most teams. Yeah, the Giants aren't doing great, but it was like their last home game of the season and it was a good game and they were right, playing yeah. reasonably well. Yeah. And they had plenty of moments to raise raise the roof. Um, but there's nothing like New Orleans on game day. The noise, the vibe of the city, the noise in the dome, the noise when you come out, the vibe when you come out. And it's, that's all about the people of the city that make that happen um, to me. You can't replicate Absolutely. it. You can't. You can't at all. Mm. Hey, look, we're we're very aware that obviously you guys are looking to do your your first live uh, Saints Block Party YouTube. So we obviously don't want to keep you too much longer because I know obviously you've got to decompress before you sort of get back into that. Um, I think uh, Dan, I don't I don't know, baby. Obviously, I, I obviously I want to thank you both for coming on. Um, it's been remarkable having you both on. Obviously, uh, we've known each other now for a number of years. We've met each other. Ryan, I've got to say, say hello to your wife for me, if you know what I mean. Uh, all right. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to go down that homo homoerotic route, but I thought I ought to. <laughs> yeah, that's my dude, man. You know, she loves you all, bro. Um, no, I, I, I just like, like ser sincerely and seriously, like, um, I, I mean this, uh, from the bottom of my heart, like you, you guys have become like extended family for me. Um, the fact that Dan can come here with his family and we can go to Disneyland yeah. and his daughter and my daughter spend the day together and talk like they've known each other for freaking years is Beautiful. absolutely fucking wild right yeah. and wow. so um like we we, we love y'all like that's that's yeah. that is that is sincere that is real uh that is why we we are proud to have you guys as an affiliate podcast because we want you guys to you know grow and build and yeah. continue because we 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 know what we know what the 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 journey is like to the the slow you know incline of of, of working and podcasting until you yeah. finally see some type of reward and so um it's all love uh we love you guys we can't wait to see you guys this year at the next meetup maybe that maybe we'll do a draft meetup maybe in new orleans we'll see if if not then we'll see you know we'll do for sure at the, I'm, I'm, I know, I know, I'm gonna see Dan. Dan, the fam, yeah. the fam trips coming to LA. That's gonna happen. Yeah. But, um, no, we we truly do appreciate y'all and, lo and love y'all like like family. So I just, yeah, I, I want y'all to, to know that. I say, yeah, do <clears throat> you know what I mean? To say, I, I last year I probably saw Adam more than I've seen some people who live, who <laughs> some of my friends who grew up with, who live yeah. five minutes from me. I, I saw him yeah. in London for the Vikings game. We was in New Orleans. I met him in LA, went to yeah. New Orleans again. Uh, we went to see Taylor Swift together. You know, it was, 
you know, mm. a, a great year for me. Uh, you know, me and Adam specifically, like the time we spent together, um, great friendship. Like, our daughters were, we, I was in New York last week and my daughter was like, and, and I know Sarah, Adam's daughter was, they were both super excited, Evie and Sarah, because they were in a time zone that meant they could text each other real time and not like text it and wait for the other one to wake up because obviously it's an eight hour time yeah. difference between us. And that's just something <laughs> thrown out of what this started as, which was essentially yeah. a podcast to talk about a draft. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's what it's incredible. Yeah, we were we were following each other on Twitter, and I've told the story about how I thought Adam was an inappropriate white guy using words he shouldn't until because he liked all some preaching. I'm not, I'm not Andrew Dan. I'm not okay. Let me, oh, let me, well, I've said that to Adam before, like we've laughed about it, but you know, it we, was we, this, we even forgot about the whole Malibu thing at Mastro's, like that. Like, there's just been so many like memories that have been like yeah. created that it's. It's ridiculous. And there'll be more. And there'll be there'll be probably be ones that occur that you guys maybe don't even go to because it's a subsection of the group that do that. Yep. Maybe there's a East Coast meetup where Joey drives into meets Bijan and some of the guys in New York and places like yeah. that or down, you know, we know that um Bayou and uh Dash have met up for drinks and stuff, yeah. and it's all yep. because of I know I don't want to labor the point. It's crazy. One podcast that started between two friends who just wanted to talk about a draft hmm. and share it. That's where it started from. And this is where we yeah. are now. You've got affiliate podcasts. You've got a community of 200 plus people on a Discord channel. You've got however many subscribers you've got. And that's what you guys have done, connecting with people. Um, whether you're saying things that the team likes to hear or not, or people like to hear, you're still telling the truth. And you're being honest to yourselves and you're giving entertainment to people at the same time. And I think you should be very proud of what you've done. And we're certainly proud to be your friends. Um, Absolutely. Not just patrons, friends. Yes. Absolutely, man. I appreciate that, man. Bro, took too long for us to get on, man. I've been wanting to get on St. City and me. I'm like, where was my invite at, man? Yeah, time though, man. Pain the ass. Just as a time's oh, on the fucking thing, man. <laughs> just uh, no, just these, girls, these journalists are right because they clock off work early. That's the problem. They like uh, Ross and, uh, and Jeff. Oh, oh. They're like, yeah, we clock in, clock out. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> warm style. Adam, you saying about like obviously when you start a podcast and and obviously it's like increments. You see the you know it's Demario, isn't it? It's yeah. Yeah, but the, the the one thing, obviously, the one the one thing that I think I don't think people realise, obviously, is myself and Dan. Even though we love to talk to international fans, we've made so many, whether it be acquaintances or friends in the US. So obviously, we have a load of them on. I just need to point out to the listeners or the people who watch this at the moment that it's ten past two in the morning for myself and Dan over here in the UK. Um, so when we're talking about going hard at a podcast, myself and Dan go hard at a podcast. Um, Truly. So, yeah. and it is. But also the other thing about these, the, the one thing is myself and Dan feel rewarded in the short time that we've been doing this purely, firstly, because of the people that we've had the, um, the option to speak to. Some absolutely. of them, for me and Dan, have been absolutely incredible. Um, I mean, beyond incredible. Obviously, you know, that that goes without saying, but it's it's the friends that we've made off it. Not only with you guys, we were friends with you guys before, but I mean the amount of guys in the UK that we've become friends with because of this podcast. Some of which were in the US with us 
late last year. Um, that means everything to, I think, myself and I think Dan as well, just just what we've been able to build in a short period of time, even just in the UK. And, yeah, I'm, I'm forever grateful for that. And on that note, love. Yeah, that's a good, good note to sign off, gents. Appreciate you both. Hey, you take you care. Love you Love all. Love you, mates. Yeah. Love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Love you, man. Peace.